0: Hello, listeners. Shadow of the Demon Lord is a grimdark horror game, and as such will deal with intense horror material. This is not intended for all listeners, and listener discretion is advised.
1: Thank you.
2: Welcome to a Paradise Lost podcasting channel. I know it's been a bit since we haven't released an episode for this campaign about four months I think at this point. But in case you've forgotten, my name is Christina, and I'm the editor for this twisting tale. The storyteller for this campaign is named Tyler. In this episode, the group makes some purchases, plays some music, or at least tries to, and gets their next big mission beyond the town. So get ready for Shadow of a Demon Lord, A Fading Light, Episode 7, Preparations, Futile or Otherwise.
0: Finally, we are back. Would someone like to give me a quick recap of what happened to us last session? Or I got my ass kicked? (laughs) No, 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 come on. Uh, Nosek's
3: ancestors frowned on him As he got his ass kicked
1: We went and did some jobs uh, In the forest Taking down some uh, coyotes And hunting uh, No, no, we were sent from uh, Bonk sent us to hunt down some cultists Was it?
3: yeah gotta get that soft supple human flesh
1: get that long pig uh, gotta get that long pig leather and uh then the cultists ended up being dead and then we fought some coyotes and an, a revenant i think a
0: white that well, either of those is probably correct yes i forget i'm pretty sure you called it a white last time probably i remember he was the destroyer that's what he was written as in my notes
1: and then, uh, as I have completely forgotten about this, but apparently I have a... thing in my bum. You do. It's, it's past your bum now.
0: But, well, I, maybe you'll use it this session. But you guys got some loot and kinda went back to town. Uh, and I'm not gonna give much of a time skip on this. Um, maybe, like, it's probably been, like, three days uh, since that has happened. And you all wake once again to another exactly the same dreary grey day. After five or so months you think you would have gotten used to it, but it's still just as disheartening every morning. You have to fight off the dread markedly when you wake up. So, with that, uh, this dark, dreary world is kinda twister. Of What'd you all like to do?
4: Um I would like to wake up and uh Head over to the happenstance. Have you been staying at the Spider's Crawl this entire time? Yep. Joe, how much money do you possess? Three <laughs> copper... We
2: silver last session, and then three copper as well, before we did Bonk's mission.
0: Uh, I'm gonna say that through various means, over the course of, you know, the five months you stayed there, you probably lose two copper. That seems fair.
4: Alrighty, I uh, head over to the happenstance.
0: Alrighty, you open the door to the happenstance. Uh, it is markedly not changed a lot in this uh, in this transition in town. Uh, everything is pretty much in the same place, but Slick does seem a bit, you know, grumpier than normal. Their face kind of scrunched up in frustration as they move things around and tidy up. Um, but that hey. kind of phases, that kind of phase as you enter, and they look up.
4: Hello. Hey Slick. look, how's it going? Uh, uh
0: They don't really respond, they just sigh.
1: How can I help you?
4: Um wonder if y'all got a battle axe for sale. Battle axe Let me see here. I have to look up to see how much battle axe costs. Uh yeah, battle axe, one D6 plus two damage, one handed, no properties. Five silver uncommon.
0: Okay. Uh yeah, they, they rummage around for a second and uh fish out a used but solid battle axe. That'll be
4: eight silver. Eight silver. These things normally don't go that much. And things clearly used.
0: Crops only grow eat better. There's normally a sun in the sky.
4: Times are hard. The most I got is six silver. Will you take that? Perhaps you should have something else to wear. Um... I can give you a a dagger I have. Is it just a plain dagger? Yeah, just a plain dagger. And you owe me a favor. Deal. Give him my dagger, the six silver, and take the battle axe.
0: Tyler will remember this. Also, is it at this point in the game where you have both an axe and a sack? Yes.
2: Is it an ore axe? Like an axe made of ore, but
4: never mind. Okay, moving on. <laughs> After that, um, Next place I'm gonna go is the blacksmith.
0: Arden is out there. It's, a, it's getting starting to get cold. When this campaign first started, kind of summery, like early spring, mid spring. And after a couple months now, we're, we're getting towards the meat of fall, so it's pretty cold out. You can see his breath as he hammers away on hot metal. just kind of grunts at you as you, as you approach. You know, this is what is essentially a greeting.
4: Hey, um, I was wondering if I can get this refitted for myself and I, uh, hand him the armor, uh, Marshal left me. Oh, uh, that'll be quite the job, Pat. When do you need to buy? Uh, I got time.
0: Basically, he, he boils it down to resizing the armor for you is going to be essentially half the full price of the armor. Ooh. Mm. And it will take several days. Like, over a week, most likely.
4: Actually um you happen to have any would you would you be willing to do a trade for the armor I'm not a merchant
0: gotcha what do you have in mind
4: well I'm not sure if I can totally wear the armor I'm not sure if I'm strong enough but I uh am kind of interested in brigandine armor
0: he kind of looks over this like ghastly pitted, Almost haunting looking steel. Might have a bit of a hard time selling that. Um, yeah, I'm afraid I'm gonna have to say no.
1: So, no, thank
4: you. Alright, well, I'll, uh, see if I can't sell it this slick or something then later on. Uh, have a nice day. You as well. After that, I can just, uh, head back to the end to put the armor up and, uh, go look for the others, I guess. Yeah, we're going to say you go back
0: and handle that, and we're going to shift on over to... Who wants to go next? I can. Shredder Marshall, I assume you are standing very still until you decide to do something.
3: Yes. Uh, I'm also going to go see Arden. And, you know, bring him the extra... Dag, Well, I wouldn't quite call it a dagger. It's a butter knife. Like, hey, I uh, acquired some scrap. Maybe uh, you
0: could use this. How do you do Tin Man? You just... You want to sell it, or
4: just get rid of it, or...?
0: I
3: brought it as a favor. I figure you could make more use of it than I would... Well certainly, it can.
0: He takes it and kind of like, inspects it, and uh, sets it in a a pile of other metal he has for future projects. It's appreciated. Do you need anything while you're here? Yes, I was
3: in search of a small shield and a spear, if you have the required
0: rations. He kind of takes a step back and looks through the material he has to try to see what he has available. Well, I have the metal. You want a spear and a buckler, right? Yes.
2: Hmm.
3: If you require wood for the shaft of the spear,
4: I can
0: trade you my staff in exchange for the spear. No, no, no. Not so good. Uh, that'll be a silver. All said and done. I can do the work for you. I'm gonna hand him two. He adamantly refuses to take the second. No, no, no. no, no. I'm, I'm in the business of honest work, thanks. We'll be done tomorrow.
3: This is honest work. This is one silver for the spear, and one silver for the
0: buckler. I'm and the only smith in put town. Put it back money. into his hand. He, he does not take it. I'm the only smith in town. I'm doing okay. Spend your money elsewhere if you want to support someone. Thank you, though. Are you sure this could
3: aid in your rations?
1: I can murder you two in your rule three.
3: Sure as sun sun won't rise tomorrow. Very well. I'm going to leave the second silver piece on the edge of this furnace
0: and walk away. Noted.
2: You say you left the extra coin.
0: Yeah. That is noted. You going anywhere else after that? Uh, probably just out on the woods to do some trapping, since you know, the trappers kind of. As it. you uh, as you walk past the town hall, uh, town center, to go do your trapping, you hear, uh, unrecognizable but notable yet arguing. Ah. And while you can't hear the words, you do recognize one of them is the voice of the mayor.
3: I'm gonna go investigate that. Just. Well, it's in the building and the windows are closed. So you can't really hear it. I was planning on just like walking into the building and just walking into his office and standing there staring blankly.
0: You may do that. Uh, you walk in and we'll get back to you. Yeah. Alright. Christina, you wanna go ahead and go next? Sure. What would you like to be doing in the beginning of this fine day? Not quite I don't have a tea quite on what you how you wake up normally. So I'll kinda of let you paint the scene.
2: Uh well, Pluck is still working for the Spider Crawl yep. and Bonk. So she still kinda of has like whatever he ended up giving her as a place to stay. I I don't know if he actually gave her a room or just kind of, like,
0: a common You have, like, an extra bed that's in the back, like, near near the kitchen. Um, it's not, like, fancy like all the rest of the inn, but it's still, it's bonk, so it's still, like, pretty well kept for, and it's a place to sleep. You're, like, next next to the supply closet and stuff.
2: Okay. Uh, so she wakes up, Goes and, uh, makes sure all her bones are there. Gotta count them all, every single one of them. Put her armor on, make sure it looks all nice, adjust the little things that she added on to it, which is, you know, a little detailing of bone, because why not? And then go and see if Bob means anything.
0: Alright, um, how early do you wake up?
2: There's not, like, a consistent time every day. It's not one of those... Pluck always wakes up. You know, when the sun rises, it's just kind of whenever. Or if uh, Bonk comes and wakes her up to help out with something. Okay. Uh,
0: This has been one of the rare instances where Bonk is not behind the the front desk or the bar at the Spider's Craw. His cook, who you have come to know as Borg, B-O-R-G, is behind the desk. And he's kind of like Way too large for the space, and it's kind of cramped and has to move very carefully to not knock anything over. Uh, Borg is an orc and is about 8 feet tall. Like, all muscle. Very large. He still has like, he has like one of those little diner hats on. Like, you know, like the cardboard diner cook hats. Like an order cook wear. (laughs) He has on a stark white apron and is immaculately clean for an orc.
1: Oh man, is this the... Is this the the GM insert character? Ow. Because you're the... Because you you were a line cook or whatever before.
0: Yeah, but I'm talking like... I'm talking like line cook at a Denny's line cook. Like, he has, like, the cardboard hat. And, like, the name tag.
2: If, If he was a line cook, that apron would not be pristine white.
0: He has a very crooked... But, but, like, earnest smile, also. His face is covered in scars, but through the scars, you see, like, a pretty, what you can only assume to be a genuine smile on a very torn up and scarred face. He, like, raises a big, meaty hand and waves slowly. Hello! Now, you've interacted with Borg a couple times since you've been staying here for, like, months. He is very nice every time. And, in in fact, it seems like nothing can get him down.
2: Hey, Borg! How are you doing? Have you seen uh, Monk anywhere? Mm.
3: Hmm.
0: Slow late night last night. Boss is sleeping. And he hands you a plate of, like, fried potatoes and eggs without asking if you want anything to eat or not.
2: Yes. Perfect.
0: You also know that while Borg is, like, while Bonk kind of cares about a lot of things about his establishment, he doesn't—he isn't particularly miffed about how his food is. It's not what he wants to be known for. But Borg really enjoys cooking for people. So he does care about the food, and it's pretty good. He kind of shrugs and be like, another day.
2: Right. Uh. So if Bonk's still sleeping, that clearly means I have the day off, at least until he wakes up. Uh, hmm, well, I'm going to go find my soldier and see what he's up to, and maybe go do something. I don't know. We'll figure it out. If Bob needs me, just yell. Yell really loud.
0: I imagine he'll yell really loud for me.
2: Sounds good. And she's just going to walk out carrying the plate of food and eating it as she goes.
0: Bring back the dish when you can.
2: Make no promises! That'll be in one piece, but I'll try!
0: You hear like a gruff, hearty chuckle, but then nothing as you leave. (laughs) The bestest boy. Uh... Yeah. Uh, the only time this character has been cameo before is when he snapped some lady's neck during the the
4: darkening. Joe remembers. I also remember. Oh, I remember vividly his arm shot out from behind the window, grabbed her, and snapped her neck. He's very skilled. Anyway,
0: uh, are you going anywhere next? Anywhere in particular?
2: Uh, I mean, Puck's gonna go out and just keep munching on the food. At some point, if she doesn't find Marshall right away. She's gonna put the plate, she's gonna set her cauldron down, put the plate in her cauldron to keep it safe with all the other bones, cause you know the bones won't break the plate, Clearly and she's going to go ahead and pull out her bone flute and practice.
0: Are you like just sitting down practicing, or are you like dancing up and down the town, playing your tunes, playing your sick beats?
2: More like the cauldron sitting there, and she's sitting on the ground cross-legged and leaning against it while playing.
0: Uh, yeah, sure. Give me a performance roll, please. Are you practicing, like, in the town square, or just, like, by yourself?
2: Not really in the square, uh, more off to the side, but if you're in the square, you could probably hear it, if my mental image of what the town is kind of set up.
0: Yeah, okay, you're in, like, an alley.
2: Yeah, more or less. Sounds good. Okay, so it's just a d20, right?
0: Uh, yes, and you're a musician, so go ahead and make that with a bone. Wow! Oof. It's kind of like one of those instances, like in the cartoons, where like, someone's playing an instrument, and you can see the, the notes come out of the instrument, but they're like, angry looking. The noise you make is particularly offensive towards anyone in the vicinity. Luckily, there's not many people around, they just kind of like, aren't there. But uh, even you can tell that this isn't your best work. You're clearly not warmed up. But that's probably why you're practicing.
2: Sorry, I was reading something because I remember I have something weird where I can add a d6 to things, but I can't remember if that's just an attack or just any skill check.
0: Oh, uh, oh, you're thinking of trickery. You can add that to any challenge
4: roll.
2: Okay, yeah, I see it. I, I just have so many things...
4: I actually don't think this is a challenge role, unfortunately. Though this is just a skill check.
2: Yeah, I just—I i just remembered it, and I was—I was, I was yeah. curious if it applied. Yeah, yeah. Not that it probably would have helped much. I mean,
0: it's good to know how it works. It's yeah. Okay. Uh, do you sit there and jam out for a little bit, or do you uh, pick up and do something different?
2: After she starts playing, okay. So, look, flute. Here's the deal. I need you to sound better, so whatever's stuck inside of you that's making you sound like crap, you need to stop. She just looks inside of it, blows into it a little bit, and kind of shakes it thinking that it's the flute's fault and tries to play make, again. Make
0: me a strength roll. Yeah. It, it, you kind of just, like, smack it against your palm a little bit and you try to, like, retune a flute somehow, um, but it kind of like, sticks in its... It's, it's muck. Oh, you may roll a second time, but you do not have a, ba- a boon this time.
2: Wow. Um, Your
0: flute's having an off day.
2: M- the <laughs> dice parser is just hating on me today.
0: That's fine. Get it out of the way now.
2: Yeah, it's true. Okay, well, flute, clearly we're just going to have a disagreement today, and that's alright. I still love you, but you need to do better from now on. And she's going to put it away, pick up her cauldron, and just start wandering around town. Oh, see, you can roll well.
0: Uh, remarkably, uh, the, bo- the bones in your cauldron seem to cushion that plate that Borg gave you. It is immaculately protected.
2: Having already forgotten the plate was in there, actually. In character and out of character.
0: Anyway, what's
4: she next?
2: Like I said, she's just going to kind of wander around town see who's around, whether she can find any of the boys or anything interesting okay. going on.
0: Um, we will say that Brendan, I'm assuming Traveler is sleeping in a little bit.
1: You would assume wrong.
0: Really?
4: Yes. Okay.
0: Uh, alright, then we'll, uh, we'll pan on over. I was gonna have fucking Traveler meet on up, but if you would want to be up in Adam's then we'll just switch over to you.
1: Okay, so, uh, the reason I say that you would assume wrong is because Traveler has been very worried about Barnus since, uh, how long has it been since, uh, since, since we killed that thing? Like, a week or so? Uh, Barnus has been missing for about five days. Yeah, that that's a lot for the old man. Like, I'm supposed to be his seeing-eye person. I'm his caretaker. I am worried about the old man.
0: Well, uh, in your worry the past couple days... You have heard stories of how he wandered into the swamps far to the north and has not returned. A couple people have been sent after him because there was a mission for it that you guys didn't take last time and those people have also not returned.
1: Now Now that's just a problem. Now, uh... Okay, so I have a couple things that I would like to run by you. Hit me. So first off, uh, the the Traveler is kind of sick of being a a beggar and looking like a beggar. Now he has coin to go and buy clothes. So I would like to uh, uh, turn this episode into uh, the letter S for shopping, because uh, like three of us are going shopping.
0: The first part of the session is totally dedicated towards your errands. It's okay. And the first spark notes I have here on my session notes is the gang takes care of errands,
4: question mark. So the
2: wild. One thing I want to just just lay out there, you know how it's usually people complain about the women going around and shopping. It's all the boys and a robot that are going hey, around and shopping.
3: Not all of us can have dedicated soldiers that just give us things.
1: This hey, is true. Technically being a changeling gender is just a construct. Very also, true, my mistake.
0: And also, didn't you get, like, an armor set that was just a pure upgrade from what you had for free last session?
2: You know, I sit and do so much for Bonk, I deserved it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He'll never tell you that.
2: <laughs> it's okay, he doesn't have to admit to what we all know
4: already.
0: Oh yes, yes. Uh, you can play Shadow of the Fashion Lord, the first few meds of the game, Brendan. <laughs>
1: Fantastic. So, uh, firstly, uh, I'm going to go to Slick's shop, because I assume that that's where uh, that's the general store, right?
0: The happenstance is the yes. general store, yes.
1: I've been doing some work for him, so I assume that we have a good uh, rapport going on.
0: Yeah, Slick thinks pretty well of you. He's particularly happy that there is another changeling town. You are the only two that you all know of. They always regard you with a bit of... Uh... A bit of kinship
2: I don't think you told us what he was
3: I did not if you don't know now you know now
2: No, I mean, mean you know I'm, out of
4: character
2: yeah I was going to say we uh, we didn't that actually hasn't been dropped at all on the podcast oh
1: well yeah I think that it was actually dropped last session I, I've alluded to it a couple times
0: but certainly in character you do not know in fact, I don't know if anyone knows what Traveler is.
1: Um, I do. He does, and uh, Nosack does. no, uh, only uh, only Shredham really knows.
4: Yeah, only Nosack doesn't know that you're a changeling. Oh, Brendan. Side note: What are your
0: changeling
1: traits? My changeling don't don't traits? your eyes
0: glow green in the dark or something?
1: Uh, yeah, I believe that that's it.
0: That would be happening near constantly.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, then, in that case, then, yeah, like, my eyes are just constantly glowing green because there's no sun. It's pretty
0: slight. It's pretty slight, but it is constantly there, and maybe, like, a couple people have, like, asked you about it, you're just like, oh, you know, man, it's a condition, what can you do? And they just kind of drop it because they're bumpkins and don't know any better.
1: No, 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 I I would tell them... Initiation into the magical arts of magic.
0: Okay, happens. yeah. <laughs> and they just like, they just
4: like, they just like wave you off because you're Greg to them, even though you're not anymore. They just like stop pushing everything the day the sun went away. Yeah, you walk into the happenstance. Slick is there behind their counter.
1: Well, hey there, Slick. Morning to you. Hey there, Chandler How are you today? Ah, uh, well, you know I'm pretty good. I was actually thinking uh and he kind of like motions down at his like rags that he's basically wearing. I was thinking maybe getting uh if you got them in stock, do you think maybe you got a uh, maybe some like shoes that'll some hold up a threads, little better as they say yeah, some uh some some clothing and then also uh long shot here. but do you have to have maybe like some some leathers that I could wear you know just to kind of kind of help protect all this and I kind of motion to myself I'm looking for mm. soft leather to get a little bit better defense let
0: me see what I have
1: and they kind of like
0: go rummaging around again and uh, just the leather
1: uh well yeah the leather and uh and uh, some clothes you know hmm and, and the shoes, like I said. Package deal
0: for you, my compatriot. One silver,
1: five copper. Thinks about it for a little bit, not understanding the fineries of money and goes, yeah, I think, yeah, that sounds like a good deal. You know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't uh, screw me over. Slick, so, I appreciate it. If you ever need anything from me, you know, you just, you just how are, you know, I'll, I'll, I'm here for you all right and they
0: reach down and hand you some threads uh brendan you're welcome to describe what your clothing looks like the boots are pretty simple boots uh nothing to nothing to write home about but they'll hold up and they'll keep the water out
1: and they don't um, have a hole
0: in them the player, they don't they even have shoelaces also for the kids listening at home soft leather by itself is too silver you know that changeling's racist
4: yeah, I was about to say the same
0: thing. That changeling certainly has kinship to one of its kind, and is of the mind that they need to look out for one another.
2: Damn, fey folk!
0: You mean like you?
3: Yep.
1: Um. So besides the soft leathers that uh Travor picks up, that he probably in the in like a back room or whatever changes into, the rest of his clothing is as. It's basic. It's not like Entertainer's clothing, which has stats or doesn't have stats, but you know is a, a thing that he can pick up or that I could probably try to find at some point. But it is as loud as basic clothing can be. it got some ruffles. It's got some ruffles. It's uh, it's the some, brightest some, some color. Bell bottoms. It's the bright yeah bell bottoms. Uh, the. The, the leather boots are actually platform leather boots, so he added another... They got black. the
0: pointed the point toe.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're metal wingtip shoes, so I can... Yeah. I'm just picturing the loudest
0: 80s outfit. Just I'm think, think of me. medieval disco, and that's what you got, bud, and, and you're killing it.
1: Yeah, yeah, medieval disco. You're convinced that, that you look like a million shillings right now. I'm, I'm fantastic looking. And then uh, I come out... Uh, I guess uh, you know, look better, and uh, I guess at this point I could probably run into pluck. Though I do have some ideas for how to not get the, these clothes dirty in the uh, in the downtime that I will run by you at some point, Tower. Sure. Hey, roll me a d twenty, please, with a bane. All right. So that's a that's an eight. Excellent.
0: Uh, as you go around looking for pluck. A town guard actually stops you.
1: Well, hey there, what's up?
0: No, Greg, I don't mean to hurt your feelings
4: here. Did did you rob someone?
1: (laughs) No, no, of course not. You have a
4: beggar profession,
1: and you have really fancy clothes. Sir, I would never rob anyone. Are you just trying to...
0: Change the appearance, or maybe the the lack of the sun is uplifting you. I don't. We 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 gotta ask, you know.
1: Please. No, no, no. I understand. I understand completely. Don't worry. Now, listen, y'all. I've been doing some work for Bonk, uh, and I have come into a uh, what what is until recently basically the equivalent of a small fortune for myself. Uh, it seems that a uh, mercenary just work. It seems that mercenary work kind of, you know, works out for me. You know, I did ask to be in the town guard a little while back, but uh, you know, you all didn't seem to think that uh, old Greg was 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 worthy of it. But it turns out I'm a I'm a good fighter, so you know, if, if y'all ever wanted that application back, sure I could. Well, I'd I need to rustle up a new application. I think that I never actually got one, if I'm being completely honest.
0: The guard who is clearly talking to someone about something very above his pay grade shrugs, and just kind of continues on. Sorry for the trouble.
1: I just sigh, defeatedly. He just doesn't...
0: You're, you're talking to the to the Walmart cashier about applying for a manager position. You do know, speaking of the guard, that over the past couple months, several people have been conscribed into the town guard. Like, kids have been taken from their homes, and be like, hey, your guard's guardsman now, kid. Come join us in the wall. Let's fight these zombies off.
3: Kidnapping kids, but still don't want Traveler.
4: Yeah, like I, I got- this was a guy who almost died to a coyote. Coyote.
3: Huh, which one of you got one hit by the big bad last uh session?
4: You did kinda get one tapped. <laughs> yeah. At least I died to the big almost died to the big bad, though. So where are you going now, bud?
1: Well, now that I've gotten all my shopping done, uh, I guess I should probably go and look to meet up with uh, the group and uh, see if I can hear any more uh, rumblings about where Barnus and these other missing people have gone, because I bet that now that job has an actual payment for it.
0: All right. Um, Do you do anything on your way? Any more straight musings? Any more uh, manifestos?
1: Uh is there actually a crowd around?
0: Um, there's a bit of there's a bit of activity today in the town square.
1: Okay, okay. Is there any boxes around? Any like uh le- like things that I can get on my soapbox about.
0: There is an empty horse trough that is not currently being used for anything that you could stand on to gain some high level.
1: Okay, I will I will do just that but not p- put my feet in the, ho- in the, in the trough kind of like stand along the edges okay the trough is empty that's fine but you know if you stand inside of it it still looks disgusting
0: yeah, you hop up there with your fancy used boots uh, what do you talk about what, what's your performance roll me roll it
1: you want me to roll it first or you want me to do it first
0: well, what do you, uh, tell me what you... Tell me what the game plan is.
1: Okay. So the game plan is... Hey, uh... Wait, I, I almost went right into Midwestern. I almost went right into Hayter. Oh, dear. Oh, 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 hold on there, buddy. <laughs> I was doing it too much the other night. Hey, there, y'all. Uh, this is uh, Gregory Drunk. Uh, nice to see you. I'm sure you all know me from my uh, musings about the... Uh, Uh, some other uh, religious things, but I'm actually here to talk to you all about a new service that I'm offering. Now, as you all know, I am uh, very quick on my feet and uh, have been doing a little bit of uh, work around town, you know, helping out, helping out uh, in these trying times. But How would you feel if you could deliver a personalized message to someone else in town while you don't got the time to do it? Well, old Greg Drunk's here to tell you that Greg Drunk's here to do that for you. I can bring with my skills as a learned actor. I can bring the most personalized message to you, from you, to your loved ones, from you to your boss. You wanna you wanna do something like that? Old Greg Drunk's got you. You just uh you just let me know, and uh for one time to- uh, and you know your first time that you that you use this service of mine, I will be giving it giving you this service at a half off price. Now this service is called the Traveler's Traveling Messenger Service. Currently we're only set up in uh in the town of Brandle, but we're hoping to expand as the uh as uh as the world gets better. If the world gets better.
0: Uh go ahead and roll me uh I guess that's
4: I don't, I don't even know if that's performance anymore. I mean technically it still is performance because he is selling himself to the audience. Yeah, go ahead and
0: roll. Can you give me a D20 with a ban oh, uh, with a boon? Wow.
1: Apparently I'm not very good at this. Uh
0: somebody asks what your price is.
1: My price currently is uh Starting price is two bits per message. But, like I said, half off the first, uh, half off your first use of the Traveler's Traveling Messages uh, through Brandle, And so that would be just one single bit to have me run literally anywhere that you want and deliver a personalized message. Within town, of course.
0: The person who asked you was a small child. Uh, He kind of, like, picks his nose really good. Pulls out, like, a big old booger. And he holds it up to you. Can you deliver this to my imaginary friend John And he hands you a bit.
1: Uh Well now Son I, I gotta tell you be, be real honest I don't know how to find An imaginary friend
0: But she said you could deliver it To
1: anybody Well anybody includes anybody that is Within the realm of like, You know being alive And being able to be seen real easy
0: Small child looks dejected, but you don't think his best friend is real. And he kind of like hangs his head and be like, "Okay, never mind." I
1: give you him walk. his I give him his bit back.
0: Okay, yeah, he takes his bit back and he walks away. Uh, what? Uh, what do you do? You, do you carry on?
1: Oh wait, wait, sir. Small child. What is your name? <laughs> My name is Derek. All right, Derek, tell you what, since I don't know that I can do it, so I can't make any promises to you. So I'm not going to take your money because that that's a that's what charlatans do. If I ever find your friend, your imaginary friend, John, I will produce the largest booger imaginable and give it to him free of charge.
0: No, no, no. It has to be this one. This one is the secret to it all. Do you stop him as he reaches forward? No? He rubs that booger into your palm.
4: Oh.
1: I will, using my other hand, ruffle the small child's hair.
4: He
0: looks genuinely pleased with the outcome of that conversation and goes about his day. He might even tell a few friends about Gregory Drunk's traveling traveler delivery service. I will... This thing is like the size of a cherry pit. <laughs>
4: barely a solid, but it is a solid. Ugh. I got a tender box you keep that
1: in. <laughs> I'd certainly appreciate that. Wait, uh... I have a tender box as well. I will keep the booger in there.
4: <laughs> I'm just imagining we're gonna
1: come across this entity named John now this man the small child was flying that man's not it, it, his name's not John it's John. <laughs>
0: oh don't tempt me with this. I need to be stronger than this. I'm more than the bit. Temptation will
4: consume all.
0: Anyway, uh, you think a passing moment wonder how wondering how this could come out of that small child's nose. But then I guess you carry on with your day, or do you want to you want to advertise some more?
1: Uh, I will carry on with my day. Uh, word of mouth travels better than uh, travels better than any advertisement that I could do. Uh, maybe maybe the small child's parents will, uh, will 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 hear.
0: Yes, once you once you set the this beige booger into your Tinder box, you continue on.
1: It's my good luck booger. Well, <laughs> All right, <laughs> man this 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 game isn't isn't for mature content because of horror. It's mature content because I keep doing gross shit by accident. To be fair, uh, it's a
0: little bit of everything, but you are particularly fun to throw gross shit at because you just don't have any shame. I am loving every minute of this. Alright, so you go about your day and you try to go find the gang? Yeah. Alright. Uh, so, through one way or the other, maybe a couple of you meet up um, first and look around for a little bit. But eventually you all kind of congregate on the town hall as you wait in the lobby uh, with Shredem Marshall as you hear Jacoby Waycrest and Terrace, the leader of the town guard, arguing.
4: Hey, uh, Shredem, you know what they're, uh, arguing about? I'm
3: guessing I went in, heard them arguing, and they told me to wait outside while the grown-ups... Oh, oh. yeah,
0: they, they about kicked you out. Yeah. Uh, kind of ducks as something is thrown out of the window of the room. and crashes in the wall behind him.
3: They are upset... because... they do not... One does not wish to send a rescue party. The other does...
0: To find Barnet, we're spread thin enough as it is, Jacoby. We can't spare the men. I'll be damned if I let another person in this town go missing, never to be seen again. No. And they oh, kind no. of bicker back and forth over and over again.
4: Uh, I noticed that kind of interjects. Uh, I'm guessing the is open uh, right now. Oh no, the door's closed. They're just screaming. Oh, okay.
1: Uh, so so we can. I assume that we're all here then.
0: Yes, the gang is assembled.
1: Okay. Um, and we can hear them. Okay, well then, in that case, as they're screaming, and I clearly heard Bar- the, the name Barnus, I'm going to go up and knock, knock, open up the door, what's real. Hey, y'all, I heard you talking Jack about my B. buddy Barnus. Jacoby
0: <laughs> Jack- pulls his gun and shoots you. This is the nonstop pop-up, stainless steel. No, I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That w- That would have been totally fair, and I would have deserved it. <laughs> no, 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 go on. <laughs> hey, y'all, I heard y'all talking about uh, Barnas and some of the other missing people. You know, this door does not do much for soundproof, and I just want to let you know.
3: Yelling is also counterintuitive to soundproofing.
0: They both just kind of stare at y'all intensely, because they're in, like, in the middle of a heated argument. And they both kind of just sigh. It's very clear from this interaction that they kind of bicker often, but they're very close friends from, like, a pastime.
1: I don't mean to get in the middle of your, uh, your, 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 uh... Lover's quarrel. That That's the thing. That's the thing right there now. Uh, so I just wanted to say that, you know, Barnes is my friend, so I, I, I'd be real interested to know any information you guys might have so he can be, I can maybe go and help out.
0: Jacobi resits his monocle on his eye after he had fallen out from arguing. The oracle say and. the O'Barnus is in the swamp to the north. Several people have been looking after him and can't and none of them come back yet. The terrace here is of the mind that we can't spare the men. But honest y'all, we ain't doing too high. We can't spare another life. We gotta take what we can get. So I'm of the mind that we should send someone to go get him. He's a blind old man who does nothing but drink and talk about shit, but I've been in this town my entire life. Barney used to be a good man back in the day. Lost a lot. This town's all he has left. Terrace just kind of grumbles and sighs. Uh, Terrace is very... It, he, you all know that Terrace was not born and raised here. He has just settled here. Uh, Jacoby has been, has, was born in this town and will likely die at this town.
2: Question. Is Terra still wearing his armor?
0: Uh, he is not wearing his helmet, but he is wearing his armor. Alright. It is not glowing bright green like normal.
2: That's a good distinction. Okay.
4: I mean, if you need people to go look for Barnas and these missing people, I'm more than willing I'm pretty sure travelers more than willing to come along too and everyone else we got here right now.
2: But I want to see who's breaking into people's houses.
0: Yeah, about that. I we had that that issue's kind of resolved itself. Family got the house broke into. Somebody left them a bunch of shovels. Then they found out they had to dig a new irrigation ditch for their farm. And the next day, another family like somebody left them a bunch of coal. And then they started freezing to death. Weird. All good people.
2: How is- how is that resolved? That doesn't sound resolved.
0: It stopped happening. And everybody who got visited is better for it.
4: Sounds like something
0: we shouldn't stop. It uh, hasn't, hasn't happened in a while. been four or five days since we heard the occurrences. T L D R, uh, you guys missed the quest opportunity?
2: That was the one I really wanted to do, though.
0: That was a very limited run. You missed the Christmas special. <laughs> Terrace just kind of sighs and be like, I guess Clem and his young his young apprentice Klein can join me, but that's the only men I can spare. And uh, Jacoby kind of nods slowly. Take Ernest with you. Maybe you might find people that need healing out there. And he looks to you all, and they're going to
2: I have to request time off of work, and I don't know if Bonk will say yes. Uh, he's sleeping Bonk will get himself. over
0: himself. You're going now.
2: You haven't met Bonk, have you? He can't get over himself.
0: I, I've been in this town three times as long as Bonk's even breathed. I know how Bonk works. He'll be I. He is too short to get over his ego. I think we
4: listen we'll a to the long
0: man with guns. Jacoby Wakegrass is actually a pretty small man. He's got like a Mighty Mouse thing going on. He's also like 60 years old. He's very old for this time period. The only one older than him in this town is Barnus.
4: Oh, I thought he was, um... I thought... I thought I uh, He's certainly... he's certainly in the twilight of his life. But swole as shit.
0: He's like, wiry. Uh, in fact, if you like, do some quick math, you would know that if Jacoby was like, a child, uh, Barnus would have been like in his mid 20s.
4: Heard. Alright, I just say let's set out to go find Barnus and these, uh, missing people.
0: Terrius nods and says, I'll round up my men. You all need to go get the doctor. We'll meet you at
4: the front. I could, uh, head off to grab the doctor. You all want to go ahead of
1: me? Or you could all go. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get to. I'm going with to get the doctor. Okay. Mr.
0: Jakarta has a hard time getting motivated sometimes. Just, uh, stay on. You guys go?
1: Yeah, don't worry, I'm sure I can whip him into shape.
3: <laughs> uh, it's gonna be like that payday mission where we gotta uh, keep punching the pilot to get him to move up the hill.
0: The only one in the immediate group who knows anything about Dr. Ernest Jakarta is uh, a traveler you don't know tons about him but TLDR uh, before the sunset as it has come to be known uh, Ernest Ricardo was a particularly happy man with his work the town didn't have a lot of hardships and he generally enjoyed the work he was doing uh, in the in the past months his work has become a lot darker a lot more taxing and you know
1: that he's taken up drinking oof. Biggest oof. Okay, yeah, I will uh, explain that to the group. Uh, yeah, guys, uh, we just want to uh, maybe tread a little lightly around the dock. He's, uh, he's been taking a little nip-nip of the old uh, sippy-sip, and uh, it's not do- done too well for him. But, you know, we, we, we do need him in town, so uh, let's try not to piss him off. Also, you know, it would be real useful to have someone to uh, heal us up good, especially if... Uh, if no you sack know he's there, the only doctor in town.
0: Though.
1: Just in case Nozak over there decides to uh, go nap nap. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't my fault.
0: If you were Let two hits to ghost at you, you hit the ground.
1: I mean... Now listen, Nozak. I'm not going to say anything uh, like negative to you, but I honestly think that it might be because like this this might just be me like looking too much into the uh the divine retribution of uh you having a backpack and your name being Nosac. Eh? You
3: get
2: the staff? How? Only You're
1: one my ancestors when you know
4: nothing of them.
3: It seems you know nothing of tradition either considering your naming tradition and your distinct lack of
4: no sack.
2: What does a sack have to do with your ancestors?
4: I was speaking to a traveler who was saying just because I have a backpack that apparently me going down last mission, me nearly dying, I remind you, was because I have to have a backpack and, well, now a battle axe. I say as I uh, point to the battle axe in my... to my, uh, strapped to my head now.
2: Well, your name is No Sack or Axe, so you have to have No or an Axe. Like there's not really options here. I'm just, I think they're just going off of what you were named, and not really trying to insult your ancestors. More just going off of what you're actually called.
4: Just because my name happens to be No Sack or Axe, does not mean I cannot have a backpack or an Axe you have the you have a religious tradition correct
0: joe under dead you uh you know that the the most disrespectful thing to your ancestors is them it could be potentially them looking down on your life and seeing you arguing with people who don't know anything about about your name
4: i uh kind of take a breath as i clearly as he he got overheated it mainly due to traveler. I apologize. Sorry. I got overheated. I disrespect my ancestors there. Let's continue on to the doctors.
2: Hey everyone! I'm back again with all the fun logistics for this episode. We'd like to give a big thanks to the musical talents of Kevin McLeod as well as Raphael Crux for our opening asking questions, and Alexander Nakarada for this ending song, Behind the Sword. All three contributed to the music heard throughout this episode. If you liked what you heard, please look them up and also feel free to give us a like, a follow, or a good review. It goes a long way with helping us get out to new listeners, and we always appreciate the feedback. Speaking of feedback, if you would like to contact us, you can reach us on Twitter at AparadiseLoss or send any questions into A Paradise Loss at gmail.com. So, the quest for Barnus and the missing townsfolk begins. And it looks like the party has some new allies in tow. It'll be interesting to see how everyone gets along and, you know, what conflicts manfold. Spoiler! There's definitely conflict. Anyways, tune in for the next installment and until then, take a boon for your travels and remember to stay safe.